Welcome back everyone to this episode of the Hague Business Agency podcast. Once again, this is a recorded version of a webinar hosted by our colleague Daisy with her guests Guy and Khertian, who discussed the latest financial support mechanisms for SMEs here in the Netherlands. Hello everyone and welcome to our webinar hosted by the Hague Business Agency. I'm Daisy, I'm a business advisor at THBA and I'll be the moderator of today's webinar. I'm sure everybody is already familiar with uh, the latest developments of financial support. But what are the new developments in this financial support for small and medium enterprises in the Netherlands? Today we're going to talk about this topic and we invited great speakers. Um, so today we have two great speakers, Gert-Jan de Jager from Kneppenhout and Guy van Eikeren from THBA. And this is the, uh, the next slide. And this will be uh, our program for today. I'll briefly introduce uh, the latest developments of THBA. And uh, today we invited Gert-Jan de Jager from Kneppenhout to talk about the new developments on the key financial instruments. So Kneppenhout was established in 1979 by Jan Kneppenhout and Ben Kortals. It is a medium-sized full-service law firm that focuses on entrepreneurs in various sectors, such as construction, real estate, uh, trades, and many more. Egert Jan de Jager, he's a partner at uh, Kneppelhout's administrative law department. He specialized in food and health sector. He and his team, they're very experienced with assisting uh, international companies, and especially with government-related procedures. In the past, we actually have cooperated with Kneppelhout many times, and we have assisted uh, many new international companies. So if you have any questions for him about the financial instruments, please ask him during uh, this webinar. And then the third uh, guest is uh, Guy van Eikeren, my colleague. Uh, of course, we assist uh, new clients, but of course we value long-term relationships with our existing clients. We call this our investor relations network. So he will give you a short update about our activities and the developments in our uh, IR uh, program. So you might have noticed that your microphone is already muted, but you can still ask questions via the chat box. So please submit the questions uh, during the first half an hour and the second half an hour, we will have the Q&A and we will try to answer all of your questions. And if not, we can also, you can also reach us uh, by calling or by emailing us and Knappenhout, of course. And we will record this webinar uh, and the, record, uh, the recording will be sent by, uh, to you by email. So what are the latest business developments at THPA? The last six months, uh, we actually have gone through a major digital transformation, like many other co companies. So actually, uh, all our activities have gone online. So we now became a fully online savvy team. So for example, our uh, fact-finding tours are now done virtually as well. So from abroad, an international company, if you have interest in coming to Europe or the Netherlands, we can uh, arrange all the meetings online with great experts, such as law firms, for example, Knepout, or accountants, uh, business centers, maybe a few some office locations as well. We can all do it online. And have you seen our website? Uh, we have a COVID-19 support webpage where we share the latest uh, developments and uh, information packages. So please check our website, businessagency.dehake.com. 
So in our case, this digital transformation has brought us many benefits. Not even only for us as a team, but also for you as a customer. Because now, within one click, you can uh, book an appointment or call us via the website. So again, please check our website, businesshc.dhake.com. And now we also have uh, many webinars. So we engage with a large international community and we are in line with many experts. And they can share the best knowledge uh, out of hand and uh, uh, share this knowledge with you online. So today uh, we're gonna uh, talk about the financial instruments. So I would li like to give the floor to Gert-Jan now. Thank you very much, Daisy. I will be speaking about uh, the, the instruments because of the corona uh, virus that hit uh, the Netherlands as, as it has hit the rest of the world, of course. Uh, the government put, in in, put into place um, several financial instruments after uh, coronavirus hit uh, per uh, March uh, this year. And uh, at the moment we are at the, the second uh, batch, so to say, of all these measures. Um, there are too many to, to discuss today, uh, so we will be forwarding you all the links of all financial measures that uh, exist uh, after this uh, seminar. But today we'll be focusing on the um, temporary emergency bridging measure for sustained employment. It's a mouthful. Uh, in Dutch, its uh, abbreviation is uh, now, and I will be uh, referring to this uh, measure by now. So um, this is a replacement this uh, measure for an, an older measure, the unemployment benefit during short-time working. Um, and the general idea of this now measure is that you keep your staff and um, th therefore there is in put into place a, a measure that will make sure that you will keep this your staff by uh, subsidizing um, the, the wages you pay for uh, for your employees up to 90 percent in case you have a, a loss of turnover of 100 percent and it depends of course uh, how much loss you have over the uh, over the next few months which uh, percentage will be uh, will be done, and will we have an example later on? It's meant for any business in the Netherlands, and um, it can also be used uh, not only because uh, loss of turnover uh, because of coronavirus, but uh, any any other cause that that may occur, and you have your loss in turnover. It's a public law-based uh, uh, measure, so it's uh, it's a subsidy, so the General Administrative Law Act applies, and that means that both the Employee Insurance Agency, UWV in Dutch, and the Social Affairs and Employment Expectorate, ESZW in Dutch, will have opportunities and um, uh, competence to, uh, to even to visit your company to see if all uh, requirements of this measure has been um, taken into account and um, it, mean, it further means that uh, the subsidy will be granted in two stages. You first get your advance and afterwards there will be a final grant and there will be a check afterwards with this final grant if you uh, have met all the requirements for this, uh, for this measure. Only if you have uh, gained over 125 
thousand euros or an advance of one thousand euros, one hundred thousand euros, you have to file a report uh, by your accountant saying that you have had that loss in turnover, you have uh, asked subsidy for. The difference from now one is that um, uh, nowadays uh, you have. Uh, we, have, we have a reference period um, um, over 2019, um, and that's divided the, the turnover divided by uh, by three because it's a, uh, a subsidy you can get for four months. So we, we've, the reference period is, is 2019, and uh, a period of four months. So you can apply from as of uh, the 1st of June, the 1st of July, or the 1st of August. But once you have uh, had already your now one um, subsidy, then it should be from as of uh, the 1st of June. You can claim up to a maximum of 90% of the wages, and that, that's depending on how much uh, turnover you expect to lose, of course. Um, there's an incentive built in, in this measure that in case uh, you have to uh, dismiss your, your staff because of uh, economic grounds, you have to pay back 100% of uh, the subsidy you have gained. And um, in the example we will show later on, uh, you will see that that's quite, uh, that, that has an incentive because of the fact that um, the turnover loss, will, that, that percentage will not be taken into account, that you pay uh, the, full money, uh, the full amount uh, will be returned. There is no need to uh, to have participated in now one to file for an application to file an application for now 2.0, um, and the, the same goes for the for the now one uh, measure. You have to inform your employees that um, uh, you have granted this you have been granted this compensation. You are not allowed to pay any bonus, dividend, or uh, buy back your own shares during this uh, subsidy period. Um, the maximum wage you can uh, ask the subsidy for is 9,583 euros per month per employee. An important, especially for this audience, I suppose, is that business groups with Dutch and foreign subsidiaries uh, may not count the turnover loss from their subsidiaries that do not pay the Dutch social insurance contribution on wages. So it must be, uh, so to say, a Dutch company. If you want to dismiss uh, 20 employees or more on economic grounds, you must have reached an agreement with the unions or other staff representation. And if you can't reach an agreement, you must have you fail, made an application for mediation through the Labour Foundation Commission. And if you fail to do so and apply for collective dismissal after the 29th of May, before the 1st of October, you get a 5% discount on the final ground. So um, there are a lot of rules apply that apply. Uh, but then again, uh, the first check is minimum. Um, the, the definite check will be done afterwards. But you, make, you have to make sure that the turnover loss you expect is, uh, is sound. So the, no overcharging of no over asking uh, any any subsidy because you have to pay back a large amount of money. You have now the sheet before you with the example. This is a company um, that has uh, three employees. It expects a 50% turnover loss over the next four months. Um, the subsidy 
percentage is 90%, well, uh, three times 1,000 euros, that's not much, but okay, for the example, it, it fits. 3,000 euros in total wages times four months, you get for, for four months this, this subsidy, times uh, 140%, that's 140% is meant for um, all the, 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 the holiday allowances, uh, the, the social insurance you have to pay as, a, as an employee, an employer. So that has uh, been that's an, uh, a difference from of uh, a different from the now one uh, measure because there the percentage was 130 percent, but the government saw that uh, employers have more uh, of these uh, uh, costs, so they have in, uh, they have made the percentage somewhat higher to 140 percent. Now, what that means in this example, you get 7,500 euros in subsidy, and that's per employee. 2520 and there we go there's this example of the the the, the uh, if if you then dismiss your employee on economic economic grounds you get this 100% uh, correction well this individual wage for this employee is 1000 euros times 3 months that's a fix times that 140% that's the 1.4 increase flat rate times the 0.9 subsidy percentage is 3,780 euros. Thus here the turnover loss is not taken into account. So uh, after this uh, dismissal, you receive as an employer uh, the 3,780 euros. No negative subsidy is uh, uh, at hand. So if you have uh, gotten, uh, say you have uh, asked subsidy for one employee you would have uh, gotten 2520 euros uh, so in case uh, you have to dismiss this employee because of the economic economic grounds you lose that 2520 euros but you have not you're not to pay for the the difference between that 3780 euros and the 2520 euros so that's about the now point 2.0. Thank you. Then we're going over to another measure. That is the Corona Bridging Loan, also known as in Dutch Call 2.0. That's uh, entirely different based uh, measure because it's private law based. So you enter into a contract with the uh, so-called regional development corporation, the ROMs in Dutch, um, and that's uh, because of it. Uh, uh, you enter into a contract that, uh, the, for the most part, uh, you have to um, well discuss the, the terms and conditions prior to getting this loan. But because that's it, that's what it is. You get a loan to bridge all the problems you encounter because of the Corona crisis. It's, uh, it's meant for startups, scale-ups, and innovative SMEs, so small and medium business enterprises. Um, and then, of course, the first question is, what are startups, scale-ups, and uh, those innovative SMEs? Well, startup is an unlisted uh, company existing uh, shorter than five years. Could be a unit from an existing company, uh, provided that they uh, are placed in a new legal entity. Um, because of uh, uh, most, for the most part, it's an R and D um, uh, 
de has een R&D status. Um, Scale-up is een company of 10 to 250 employees. Turnover has increased by at least 60% over the last five years or is expecting to have that increase in the next uh, five years. And an innovative SME is a company of one to 250 employees who develops products, process and or market innovations in the context of industrial research and experimental development or a combination of both. And uh, because of the Brussels rules that uh, is um, it, has a, it has a turnover of 50 million uh, or a total annual balance sheet of uh, 43 million. Well, why this uh, call 2.0? It's because uh, the government uh, thinks that there should be uh, emphasis on precisely those companies because they are investing a lot in R&D and that's important for our economy. And um, because these companies are not eligible for a lot of the other measures because of the fact that they don't have that much money, uh, they are all investing it in R&D and have not yet uh, enough turnover or uh, solvability to get any other bank loans and so forth. That's why this, um, this measure has been put into place. As the sheet shows, um, you can use this loan for payment for obligation and or investments. Uh, you have to show your liquidity figures over a period of 12 months uh, and show your payment problems due to the corona crisis. And you need to explain why you need the funding for the next nine months. And no, uh, that's an important one. There can't be any accumulation of state aid. And uh, in the sheet I've mentioned two other uh, measures, that's the BMK, B, C and GO. And the BMK, and those measures are uh, bank loans, um, but there are bank loans where the state will guarantee the loan that has to, uh, that, uh, that is given. So it's easier for banks to, um, well, to hand out those loans. Um, but once you get it from your bank, you can't apply for this call 2.0 because um, that would be uh, a combination of um, state aid uh, measures and that is not allowed because of Brussels rules. Let's see, um, the next sheet, would, that's uh, what it uh, contains this measure. It's a bridging loan, there are um, three categories. There's a bridging loan from 50,000 to 350,000 euros. That's a 3% interest. That's the easiest one, of course. And uh, the, large, the larger the amount, the, the more, uh, uh, well, the more requirements you have to meet. It's, uh, second one is also 3%, but there should be um, an external equity funding by for, of 25%. And that goes for the, 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 the last one as well. Um, if you have a, um, a need of a, a, a loan of over 2 million euros, uh, then you should apply at InvestNL. Um, they have, that, that's another measure that has been put into place, but this call only goes to 2 million uh, euros. You have to pay back in three years. Um, that can be extended to the discretion of those ROMs, these regional development corporations, 
to five year. Um, there are interest-free periods possible. And um, the next sheet will show where we stand as of now. Because uh, there's a dashboard. We love dashboards during the corona crisis. But there's also a dashboard for coal. Um, it shows that it's not easy to get this loan because there have been um, a lot of applications. But as you can see at the top of the page, 822 are denied. Uh, and only... F oh. Oh, sorry. Uh, 470 are pending and, well, in, a, uh, in total there is uh, 637 million euros requested, um, but only uh, 135 million are, is granted. So it shows that um, you have to do well to get this, uh, this loan. Then we go to the next slide. That's the last one, that's the Tozo 2.0. That's for sole proprietors, set uh, payer in Dutch, uh, or a partner in a general partnership, and even uh, DGA's, that's the, 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 the holder of a, of a private, uh, lim a private limited company. It's an income support um, and a business loan, a small business loan. An income support uh, means that you will get over a period of uh, four months, you get um, your income um, supplied, of uh, 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 extra income in this um, Tozo 2.0, that's new uh, compared to the, the, the first Tozo measure, is that also the partner's income will be checked. So if uh, the, the income of both um, partners is over, and that's the social minimum of 1,500 euros, they will not get that income support. Uh, you must be a Dutch citizen. Um, you, um, you must be of 18 years uh, till the state pension age, um, and in between you get this, uh, this income uh, support. The loan for business capital can be given also to people uh, that has uh, passed the state pension age. Um, once you have uh, been uh, granted this loan uh, because of TOZO 1.0, you can't apply for a second loan one, uh, uh, under TOZO 2.0. Uh, income support, of course, is um, uh, granted, even if you don't have participated in the TOZO 1 uh, period. That's about it for me, Daisy, so I'll hand you the floor. Yeah. Thank you so much, Gert-Jan, uh, for your elaborate uh, presentation of the financial measures. I think it's very helpful. Um, also, we, we saw the results of the, the poll. Um, so definitely, if you have questions, please submit the questions uh, via the chat box so we can answer them uh, within a few minutes. So now, um, I would like to give the floor to my colleague Guy. He will tell you more about our IR investor relations activities and plans. Thanks Daisy and good morning everybody. Thanks for the introduction and thanks Rajan for the clear explanation of all the different measures. I'll give a more specific view of the investor relationship activities. Over the last 20 years, we have been working on a relationship with service providers, uh, companies, government and various networks to provide help for our foreign investors. 
Once companies are settled and had their soft landing, we reach out to them with our investor relationship program. We start uh, and continue with introducing and connecting them with the ecosystem of The Hague. This could be through networking events, strategic council, and especially by providing service and maintaining relationships with our foreign investors. THBA is building a long-term relationship by reaching out to our business network. In pre-corona days, THBA would visit over 100 companies physically every year. Every now and then, interesting signals come across. In case a company is growing and looking for expansion, um, the Hague Business Agency connects with the right added value partners. I have an example, CreditSafe, a well-known provider of online business uh, credit reports which landed in 2008 in the Hague. Since then, we built a strong relationship which also helped in their decision to stay within the Hague in 2017. They needed to, mo uh, to move to a bigger building due to expansion and were considering different options and regions. A relocation for a bigger and smarter office was necessary. Together with the municipality and Steenworp, it was assured that 70 jobs remained in The Hague. During the outbreak of the COVID-19 crisis in March and due to the travel ban, the acquisition of new business dropped down. The Hague Business Agency paid extra attention uh, to help out our existing international companies. At the start of the lockdown in March, we wanted to know how we could help out our business network. As we couldn't call over 100 organizations at once, we launched our first survey to get a hold of the issues that occurred at the time in organizations. Let me highlight uh, some of the outcome. Can I get the slide? Thank you. Um, 83 of the organizations uh, ex uh, were experiencing negative uh, financial efforts because of the crisis. And uh, 54 expect the financial impact to become critical for their company if the emergency measures continue for at least four to six months. And uh, as the poll also uh, said, that 71 doesn't have full knowledge of the benefits the government has developed for the international businesses in The Hague. Thanks to all respondents, The Hague Business Agency could figure out what kind of support was needed. The outcome of the survey, therefore, was very use uh, useful. We could adjust and follow up to provide direct service for our investor relationship network. We made a support package with an overview of all government benefits, which are also explained by Gert-Jan earlier. Besides that, Daisy mentioned that TPR started working fully online with online IR visits, uh, hosting webinars, and fully focused on digitally informing and helping out our business network. We had direct contact with companies who indicated to wanted to get in touch with a business advisor. From that point on, we could guide them and help them out with further questions. With the development of the COVID-19 and the intelligent lockdown, the government launched a second set of measures. We shared our second THB info package through direct mailing and the social media channels. Uh, we combined this with our second survey to try and understand what was going on in our uh, investor relationship network. We, couldn't, uh, we could signal uh, actions that were taken by organizations and could inform our stakeholders such as the municipality and take actions on certain topics. Uh, I have some outcome of the second survey on the next slide. In comparison with the first survey, organizations reported less change disruptions, but more organizations reported loss of existing business. Uh, business. This is in relation with the easing of the emergency measures and, of course, the impact on uh, certain companies. Also, I have another uh, slide, which is about the measures used by our business network. And that is that the, uh, the now measure is used the most, the temporary emerging bridging, uh, bridge, bridging measure. Besides the survey, uh, there are several interesting outcomes of our investor relationship activities. For example, companies who are at the end of their flexible office contract don't renew this and will keep working from home as long as needed. 
they're willing to uh, enter a more hybrid way of working in their organization. Of course, we will support them once they find the need to uh, go to a, uh, get a new office space again. The IR activities also bring uh, opportunities and new leads for new business. We have contact with companies who focus on ICT solutions, digitalization, and who are still interested in exploring the business opportunities. Therefore, as Daisy mentioned, uh, mentioned we provide virtual fact-finding trips. One example is a company who is focused on mobility and has technical solutions for the one-off media economy. This was a short insight of the work of our investor relationship activities that we do as the Big, uh, the Hague Business Agency. Back to you, Daisy. Thank you so much for your updates. Um, I'm sure we have very interesting questions. Um, is the TOZO NOW TVL applied for a subsidy or a loan? Oh, uh, it's applied for a subsidy. Yeah, yeah. Now, well, and the the, the TOZO is of course an income support. So um, that's something you ask at your municipality. And um, uh, that will is not considered as a as a subsidy. No, no. Okay. If you have other questions, of course, you can uh, reach out uh, to Gert-Jan afterwards for the specifics and the criteria of the financial measures. Okay. Uh, another one about the TOSO. The TOSO income support. Uh, does it belong? Does it not belong to the loan? Um, right? Well, it's because of the lack of loan that you get this income support, of course. Um, and it is meant for, for sole proprietors that, that have no income yet uh, left because of the corona crisis. So it's, uh, in, in so far as it, it is a loan, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's a wages uh, uh, support, so to say, yeah. Uh, I have a question for you, Guy. With the result for the survey, what action plan uh, do you have in the pipeline? Well, at the moment, we continue with visiting our uh, companies digitally. Uh, and soon, hopefully, we can do this in a one-off media economy. And we are uh, looking for options to uh, create an event, either in a hybrid uh, and also maybe in a physical way. Then we can uh, uh, bring all the companies back together again. But we are still figuring this out. So that will be the plan for this hopefully. year, right? For the, yeah. I see that uh, we just answered the question about the TOSO, the income support. But the answer was not uh, very clear, Gert-Jan. Maybe you could uh, elaborate on this one. Um, if it well, belongs it's not to a loan, loan no, or not. Such. No, it is, uh, you get your support. Um, and there are no, uh, so as, as long as you meet the requirements, there is no um, discussion afterwards if you have received it uh, uh, rightfully or not. So. As soon as you meet the requirements uh, for TOZO, you will get this income support and that's it. That's not, not to pay payback, no interest uh, rates apply uh, and so forth. That's different because of the, the banking, of the, 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 the part of uh, the, the loan that you can ask for. Uh, that business loan, of course, should be paid back in the end. But uh, well, as for the in income support, that's a that's fee of of any requirements for the banking loan. Of course, that should be paid back in uh, top of my head in three years. Yeah. I have another question. Um, is there anything for startups in pre-revenue stage? Are they are they still um, um, eligible for uh, they are for the COL, for example? Certainly eligible for it's an unlisted company, a startup. So uh, there is no need to, to have your um, registration at uh, at the Chamber of Commerce. So as long as you're a startup and you can prove that you're a startup and you have started business, uh, 
Uh, that's prior to uh, 17th March of uh, this year, because that's the, the, the date of where the, the, the cabinet has uh, announced all the measures because of the corona crisis, then you uh, can apply, yeah. Okay, great, great to know. A question for you, Guy. Uh, so are there any IR activities planned for this year? Maybe some online activities or hybrid events uh, that you're already thinking of? Um, yes, well, as, as, as we're doing now, we're hosting webinars to inform uh, our uh, business network. And uh, as I mentioned, that we are looking for the uh, possibility to create a, um, an event, either hybrid or physically. Um, but it really depends on uh, regulation and with how many people and with how many uh, businesses we can come together uh, in a way. So that's uh, something for in the pipeline. Um, we I have a lot of signals from the companies that they are willing uh, to come together and to get connected again. Um, so that's a positive uh, point, uh, but we just need to uh, make a good preparation for that and, uh, and see uh, how far we can come with that uh, this year. Yeah, great. Good to know. I have another question. Um, what kind of issues would companies have if they couldn't apply for any of the financial measures? Well, um, that's a point that we had in our uh, survey as well. Um, it's a, there was a signal that organizations had problems with the European SEPA bank account. That's a single euro payment area. Um, that there will be a banking discrimination, uh, a bank account instead of an IBN bank account. Uh, and that problem has been uh, reported and has been solved together with the municipality of the economic affairs. So in that way, we uh, guide the issue through and uh, make sure that it's uh, taken care of. Okay, great. Are there any other questions about the IR updates or maybe the financial measures? You can submit them now. Ah, this is a good one. How long will the financial support for entrepreneurs will last in the Netherlands? That's difficult to say, of course. As, as the, the new measures are put into place till the end of uh, 2020. But I can imagine as soon as um, COVID-19 uh, uh, spreads once again that uh, there will be a need of uh, of extending those measures. What we see is a government a cabinet that uh, doing, is doing its utmost to try and get the economy going. Um, there is a, has been a large dip, of course, and uh, all measures are put into place to make sure that this that the economy will uh, be up again as soon as possible. Um, because of uh, uh, what we saw at now, um, all there's, uh, very, really everything has been done to to make sure that uh, staff can be employed uh, during this Corona crisis, and uh, there aren't uh, too many dismissals because that's uh, bad for the economy, of course. So I think the government will do its best to um, to make sure the economy uh, gets going again, and if needed, there will be an extension. Yeah. Great. Thanks. Uh, another question for you, Gert-Jan. Uh, what services could you provide to SMEs in regarding of the NO NOW? And did you already help uh, SMEs in the application phase? We did, uh, but the NOW uh, measure is, in, in, the, in the first stage, it's very simple. You apply um, and only afterwards, then it will be uh, checked whether you met the requirements uh, properly. Uh, so, um, because of now one has been uh, ended, that's, the, that, the, that's where we see the first uh, legal issues. Because, um, well, 
Turnover uh, wasn't that, the loss of turnover for some companies wasn't that big. And what, what does that mean for, for the, the subsidy you have been granted? So that kind of questions uh, come across. Yeah. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Okay, I think uh, we can wrap uh, the webinar up. Um, thank you so much for uh, attending the audience. And thank you, Gert-Jan and Guy, uh, for talking about uh, the new developments and the IR activities. I hope uh, the attendees have enjoyed this webinar and uh, the recording will be emailed by you to you by email and you can also find it on the website businessagency.dhake.com. And for now, I wish you have a great summer. Thank you. You've been listening to the Hague Business Agency podcast. For new episodes and more information, visit our website at businessagency.dhake.com. Please leave us a rating, a review, and subscribe to this podcast on Anchor or Spotify to be the first one to know when new episodes are released. Thank you.